you know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And I'm really leaning into this voice today. I see that. I mean, I hear that. And you're, I feel like you are also kind of just ming along. Well... I just feel like I'm vibing off your energy. <laughs> Let's vibe. Let's vibe off this vocal energy. Uh, friends, this is a mini episode where we hear from you. We share your comments and thoughts and answer your questions to the best of our ability. Yeah. And, you know, we're not experts. Nope. So we encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a doctor and or mental health professional as needed. And if you want to reach us, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. Now, this first segment is a subject near and dear to my heart. Protecting your body from the sun? Yes. It really is. It really is near and dear to your heart and your skin. Indeed. We talked about sun protective clothing in our last mini episode. We did. And I suggested that we should start a company devoted to sun protective arm sleeves. Turns out they exist. Millions of people had this idea way before (laughs) us. Damn. (laughs) But has anyone made Forever 35 embossed arm sleeves? 
That would be amazing. I mean, we've been talking about doing merch. Can you imagine if we made sun protective <laughs> sleeves as our merch? I mean, is that, a, is that possible? The thing is, I can't imagine I it. can too. What if, oh my God, Dory. Can we just make like big protective sun hats? Yes. Sunscreen. Like, yes. Oh my gosh, this is the best. Okay, get ready. <laughs> get Who ready, needs everyone. tote bags and enamel pins? <laughs> you can have wide brimmed hats and sun sleeves. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's like sometimes I feel like we We're can't. We're geniuses? <laughs> I was going to say. The, we can't get any more on brand, and then we do. I then know. We, then we just take it up another notch. We're so ourselves. <laughs> we are, which is a great way to be. It is. Welcome, everyone. Hello. <laughs> we love sun protection. So, so many people wrote in, thank you for cluing us in to the fact that this exists. Um, here are just a bunch of recommendations that people sent to us. And these will all be on our website. Indeed. And and I have to go make a purchase, I have to say. Same. I got to figure one out. Um, someone said, check out Solbari, S-O-L-B-A-R-I. They have a lot of products that you mentioned for sun protection. We will link it up. Yes. Um, and then someone else said that she spends a lot of time outdoors primarily while bicycling and that SPF clothing exists and is in demand. That, I mean, our merch. Just saying. Oh, cyclists wearing Forever 35 merch. We could sponsor a team. Dory, you are just full of ideas today. I am. Uh, so, and she said, check out these ultra light SPF sleeves that are meant to be worn with a cycling jersey, but any t-shirt will do. And they are from a company called Machines for Freedom. Um, and then another brand called Eclipse Glove makes a variety of products, including sun shawls, sleeves, cowls, hoodies, and more. And I believe Pearl Azumi is another cycling company that makes sun sleeves that someone sent us. Another person said, I just listened to your latest mini episode about sunscreen and had to write in. My partner is from Japan and his great aunt who still lives there wears driving sleeves to protect her arm from the sun every time she drives her car. She takes her sun protection really seriously. I think they are kind of like these. And she linked to Cooley Bar, which uh, is a site that I went deep on. Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm for about sun protection. So we'll link to Cooley Bar as well. Yes. And then someone else recommended Blue Lizard Sunscreen. And this is cool. This is cool. It changes color when affected by UV light. Yes, I believe it's the bottle that changes color. Okay. Not when you put it on your skin. So you're walking around with like green skin. I don't think it is that. Because that would be cool but weird yes that would be i mean it would be exciting it would be but uh, i can imagine walking down the street and people being like like do you need an ambulance like, no it's my sunscreen that tells me when it's weakened by the uv light um the listener who called in with that recommendation said that they purchased blue lizard sunscreen on amazon noted and it's a min i believe it's a mineral sunscreen so it might be okay. one of those thick thick ones white ones but mm -hmm. you know what a, a thick change in color yeah. What a treat. Cool. Or we could all just start wearing hyper color. I was going to say, it reminded me of so many things I had in the 80s. Mood rings. And those, did you have those big, thick gloves for the winter that when you went outside, like, oh my God, something yes. appeared on them? I hadn't thought about those in, in literally decades. Well, you know what? Leave it to sunscreen to remind us. Wow. I know. Those were great. Now I'm thinking about those gloves. Relics. And they had like a distinct smell that I can like still remember. Kind of just like, like a wet, leathery yeah. smell. Mm. 80s clothing technology. was so fast. Really also, there were like moon, moon boots, I believe, also kind of changed color. And hypercolor is crazy. You would blow on a shirt and it would change color. I mean. 
How cool. You know, the 90s are so in right now with Generation Young or whatever they're called, Mm -hmm. Z. But like really the 80s were better. I mean. The 90s were, the fashion was fugly. It was. Right? Big old chunky sneaker. Oh, God, I'm back to chunky sneakers. Chunky I'm going to shut up. Sneakers. Okay. I'm wearing a clog Very today. Very cute clogs today. Um, here was a really great recommendation that someone emailed us about. I own a parasol that blocks 99% of UV rays. It's amazing for moments when I'm out walking in the sun, whether I'm just popping over to my neighborhood cafe or whether I'm going for a long walk in the park. The one I own is a stylish, clear pink and very sturdy. I won't lie, carrying a parasol is not a subtle look and probably isn't great for the shrinking violets amongst us, especially in places like here in Canada where nobody else is using them. But since I carry it with confidence and panache, I think I'm pulling it off and I get complimented a lot on my look. And then this listener in their email also sent us a picture of them face masking with the parasol. This is really like AP level forever 35-ing. Face masking while sun protecting. With a parasol. With a parasol. You need to be on this show. Yeah. Yeah, we need to just write a profile of you. Seriously. Um, and they said that the website where they got their parasol is www.thebrelli.com. Um, would you carry a parasol? You know what's funny? As I was driving here to this recording, I passed two different people with paras- with umbrellas mm-hmm. blocking from the sun. I don't know if they necessarily were like a real parasol, mm-hmm. but I thought of this listener every time. I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. There are – a lot of people do carry umbrellas. Oh, yeah. I, I, I would theoretically do it. My, my issue with it is that then one of your hands is always occupied with a parasol. Like – I would rather rig up some sort of contraption that was like strapped to you. Like an umbrella hat? Yeah, like an umbrella hat. Which also definitely has to exist. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they do exist. Yeah. But like a parasol hat. Sure. Or like almost like a backpack. Yes, with like a stick (laughs) attached to it. You know what I'm saying? I do, because then you're hands-free. Exactly. You could be like pushing your stroller, walking yes. your dog with yes. your big parasol strapped well, to your back. Well, I could also, uh, ooh, I could attach a parasol to the stroller. Yes, I have seen that. That is a real thing. Really? Uh-huh. I'm going to have to Google that. I mean, maybe I'm making that up. I'm tired today. No, could but. Have, it could have it could have been in a dream. It's a good idea. We've got lots of great sun protection ideas. We do. That, again, we're going to Google and find out a million people have already thought of them. <laughs> Although Which is fine. Backpack parasols, that might be new. Probably not. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's be real. Um, switching gears a little bit, we also had someone write in uh, with a little bit of advice for the listener who was feeling nervous being home alone. Mm, yes, yes, yes. This person wrote, I'm writing in response to the caller whose husband is going out of town for a few weekends. I just moved out on my own after living with roommates for all of my adult life, exclamation point, and reached out to a bunch of solo living friends for advice. One friend shared advice that has been a game changer for me. She said, every night I lock the front door and say out loud, it's Tuesday night and I'm locking the front door. Saying the specific day out loud is key so you don't convince yourself that you locked the door last night, but not tonight, which I think is brilliant. I repeat for all the windows and it helps me sleep like a baby. This is what I do. And this has kind of been like a coping mechanism for some of my um, obsessive compulsive behaviors. Mm. I do it with the stove. I do it with do you locking do doors. The, do you do the day thing? 
No, I just will like when I lock the door and leave my house, I'll just stand there for a minute and repeat like the door is locked, the door is locked, the door is locked to just get it in my brain that I did it. Oh, wow. Because I often then will leave and then question if I didn't do it or not. Right. And I have to do that with the stove too. Stove is a big one for me. I like the addition of the day. Me too. I like this tip. Yeah, I like this tip a lot. Do you get worried about like leaving things unlocked or leaving things on? No, that's not one of my anxieties. I just get worried about like the Golden State Killer. Look, we all have our things. So we're going to switch gears a bit to an email that we got from a listener who is 17 weeks pregnant with her first baby. Um, She says, who also happens to be a science baby. Congratulations. Um, I went to my first prenatal massage and the therapist noticed Noted, I'm very tense, especially in my shoulder slash neck region. This isn't the first time I've heard this as other massage therapists and even doctors and my chiropractor have said this. I'm a very anxious person in general, even before IVF and pregnancy. But in those instances where I'm not feeling emotionally anxious or tense, I still am physically in those areas of my body. I'm really trying to relax those muscles, but I don't think I've ever learned how. I've tried meditation, I do weekly acupuncture, and have been feeling fairly calm recently, but I'm still tense in my shoulders and neck. I'm wondering if you or any listeners have any suggestions for how to relax your muscles. I feel like I've tried everything to no avail, and it's really frustrating when I think I'm relaxed there and the massage therapist calls me out. I do have a suggestion. Let's hear it. Prenatal yoga. Mmm. Stretching. Stretching, and also, especially if you go to a class where the teacher gives adjustments. Mm, the best I've feeling. often found like I've had this issue where you don't even realize that you're like, you're raising your shoulders yeah. or hunching. And then the, the instructor will come over and gently press your shoulders down. Such a good feeling. And you're like, Oh yeah. So that's a really good feeling. So I would suggest just moseying over to a prenatal yoga class, trying that. The other thing I would try is trying to be more mindful and like reminding yourself consciously to relax your shoulders, relax your neck. Um, I have to remind myself to do this, especially when I'm breastfeeding. Mm. I will find that I'm like raising my shoulders and then I, I'm like, oh, I need to relax. And I'll like, <laughs> and because I don't even realize that I'm yeah, doing it. Yeah, I know. You think you're relaxed and then yes. you like feel them and you're like, whoa. Yeah. Uh, Do you have any suggestions? Yeah, I thought about a body scan meditation. Mm. So, um, and I I will do a little research and try to find one, but I bet you could find one on a variety of meditation apps or even on YouTube. Mm. Um, But something where you, I I have found this very helpful for relaxing my body. You go through your entire body from the toes to your head, you clench your toes and then you release them. You like clench your calves and you just go all the way up the body and check in with each different kind of area. And I think that might help you just experience the feeling of clenching and then releasing. Mm-hmm. And just start to kind of feet get in your body a little bit more. And the other thing I think that might be helpful is body work that isn't massage. Mm. It's I I do think you can do again. Here's here's me dipping my toe into the not expert area of thing. Um, cranial sacral work, possibly an osteopath who works with the body. Um, there's all sorts of body work that isn't just chiropractory. Chiropractory is that the word? Chiropractic. Uh, 
Did she go to a chiropractor? She did, and a massage therapist. Um, and I'm I'm just wondering if there is a way that you can do like a slow release, like maybe even like neuromuscular mm. mas- massage therapy. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's there's more that you can do that isn't just like getting your muscles rubbed, but yeah, just like yeah, someone yeah. who focuses on releasing parts of your body. Because a lot of time, the places that we hold tension, that's related to um, an emotion or a feeling. Mm-hmm. So you might be holding something in these parts of your body that consciously you're not even aware of. Totally. And finding ways to just dig into them might provide you with an emotional release and might also just help the the physical release as well. That's great advice, Kate. The whole thanks story. You are welcome. Thank you. Let's take a short break. Let's do it. We'll be right back. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from quince. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in 
women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss, or Think Like a Boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. So we also got a very interesting email from a woman who is moving. Yes, it's a long email. It is. But I found it intriguing. As did I. Would you like to read it? Yeah, we're going to read the whole thing. Look, this comes in number bullets. So just grab a cup of tea and sit down for a (laughs) listen. All right. This is what they say. So I am seeking advice as I am moving to a new cool city with my fiance for his job. We are getting married in a couple of months. Let me set the scene. I am leaving an impressive job in PR in my current city for the complete unknown. I'm also in my very early 20s, so to be able to be in my position at a firm was really neat, and I felt very proud of that. I wasn't 100% happy in my work and felt I had little work-life balance, so I am blissed out beyond relief to be able to quit, pack up, and move to a new adventure. But here are my worries. Number one. My partner's new job is extremely fancy, like he's going to be working for one of the biggest internationally known companies. I am incredibly proud of him, but the thought of meeting so many of his new colleagues and their partners that are probably super cool, smart people, while my new title will be transplant and dog mom, scares me. Will I lose my sense of worth? Will people look down on me for not being at their level? Note, societal standards are BS, so I realize there is nothing wrong with me being a stay-at-home dog parent or doing any kind of non-corporate job, but I still feel these feelings. Number two, what the heck do I do there? I have an opportunity to start over, but feel like I am only skilled in the craft I've been practicing since graduating college, and that is not what I want to do in our new city and new life. But I don't know what to do. Become a barista? probably will have crazy early hours. Yoga teacher training? Doesn't that take forever to get all your hours? Freelance? Will it be hard to be self-motivated and work from home? Another note, I don't have to find a job right away and we are financially in a place where I could do something part-time or freelance. If you were me, an overworked, tired, early 20-something, and you had the opportunity to start over, what would you do? Do you have any advice for me? What a cool opportunity. Lean in to the freedom. Lean all the way in. Get get a jacket that says leaning in <laughs> to the freedom. To the freedom. Don't yeah. credit it to old Cheryl. Yeah. Um look, this is exciting. Yeah. You've been handed I don't want to say a golden ticket, but like a gift. Yeah, you've been that given, a lot of people will never have. No. 
you've been given the opportunity to essentially do whatever the F you want that fills your soul. Which, you know, can be can feel overwhelming. I get that. Yes. But totally. in in the grand scheme of things, it is an exciting problem to have. Yes. But I do understand that feeling of like, what the hell? Well, do and I also do? not feeling like like feeling like you don't want to waste it. Yeah. And I think the feelings, I mean, there's a lot to break down in here. So let's, why don't we start with number one, will I lose my sense of worth? Will people look down at me for not being at their level? Will you lose your sense of worth? I think that that is on you to decide how you find value in who you are in your life. And there's nothing wrong with getting a sense of worth from a job or career. Um, from being a dog parent, from yep. being a parent, any way you get that is fine. Um, so you might get there and and freelancing or like being a barista might not be, you might want to go back into PR. Right. Who knows, you know, or you might want to try a different career. Maybe you will get worth from being a barista. Um, but that is, I think, up for you to feel. And if you feel like you're losing your sense of worth, you know, do a little thinking on what might help you regain it. Mm-hmm. Will people look down on me for not being at their level? Hard to say. They might be assholes. Yeah, they might. Yeah. Because like Dory said, they might suck. Yeah. But like, who cares? Truly, who cares? Yeah. It is hard. It is very hard not to not to even care or worry about what other people think. It's really hard. And people will make you feel like shit about yourself and your life choices. But ultimately, what brings you happiness? their approval or you doing what you want to do. Amen. So think about that. Also, I would I would hope that if there are people who don't respect you for who you are, that you and your partner are not hanging out with them in social settings. Yes, exactly. Um, it will be important for your partner to have your back in all of this. Yeah. I mean, I get it. An extremely fancy job. Yeah. I think he wears a tuxedo to work. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yes, societal standards are BS and it's valid for you to feel these feelings all the way. Totally get it. All right. So what do you do there? You have an opportunity to start over. You listed a bunch of things, but we don't know if you're interested in any of these things. Yeah. It sounds like you're just feeling that overwhelming sense of opportunity. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, what do I do? Yeah. Why don't you just not plan anything? Mm -hmm. Go there, get settled. Yeah. Walk your dog. Mm -hmm. And then I would say just start taking note of what really interests you yeah and what you kind of naturally gravitate towards yeah and if you're in the mood to pursue something professionally like you're or i don't know just sit and and paint which can also be professional i don't know you know i mean i just think you have it sounds like you have time to decide yeah also you are in your early 20s she says very early 20s yeah you're in your you're young so you've got you know you there's hopefully your whole life stretched out ahead mm-hmm. of you. This doesn't need to be figured out tomorrow. And you also described yourself as overworked and tired. Yeah. So give yourself and right. you're you're being given the opportunity to take a break. See it as a sabbatical. Oh, I like that. I like that, Dory. Thank you. Yeah. You're being you're tired, you're overworked, you're being you're you're being handed the opportunity to take a break from the things that are making you tired. Yep. Take it. Rest. Rest. You'll oh. have time to figure the rest of this out. Yeah. Yeah, I really I hope you enjoy enjoy the move. Yeah. Um we have a we have a somewhat related voicemail. We really got some 
the twenty somethings wrote into us this week. And we appreciate it. Which you. is thrilling. It is. All right. So here is another uh listener. Hello, Kate and Dory. Um, my name is Caroline. I am a new-ish listener. Um, I actually found out about your podcast from Nora McInerney, who is my hero. Yay. Ours too. Um, and I've been listening uh, a little bit sporadically, and now I'm going back and starting from the beginning and binging Forever 35. Um, and I just wanted to let you guys know that I really, really like your podcast. Um, I'm somebody who has anxiety and I just graduated from college, um, and I'm moving home and feeling a little lost and listening to your podcast kind of inspires me. Um, and I just wanted to let you know that because of you guys, um, I've been going to yoga more, I've been drinking more water, um, been spending a lot more money on skincare, um, and I am going to host a vision board party with a few of my girlfriends, um, who are also recent grads and don't have jobs yet and are all feeling kind of stressed about that. So I just wanted to leave you guys a voice message because I've been meaning to do it for a while. Um, and I also wanted to know, um, if you guys hear a lot from younger listeners, um, I'm 22 and I was wondering who your youngest listener is and if you guys would ever consider doing some sort of segment, um, where you guys either give advice or, um, hear from people younger and let them know, like, what you wish you had done when you were that age because um a lot of things that you guys say I'm like I want to do I want to be that person um so yeah sorry this is a long voice memo I'm sitting in the Costco parking lot um writing uh running an errand for my mother so just yeah thanks bye you know the moment I truly fell in love with this voicemail was the reveal of being in the Costco parking Running lot. Running an errand for her mom. Oh, sweet angel. I know. We do hear from people in their 20s. We heard, the we youngest heard person we've heard from is was 15. That's right. And yeah. we've heard from people in college. Yes. And we've also heard from people in their 70s. And we love all of it. We do. Um. And so I, uh, Dory and I chatted about this. Like, yes, we would love to do a full episode about you 20 somethings. And we will put some thought into that before we do it. Yeah. But, um, definitely, I think that's a great idea. And I will just say, like, first of all, this was a very flattering voice message to receive. That was, you were very kind. And we thank you for listening and for liking us. Mm -hmm. Does that sound silly? No. Thanks for liking us. <laughs> But also, as I was listening, I think you said you're 22, and I'm turning 40 very soon. I could literally be your mother. Mm -hmm. So could Dory. We could have birthed you and parented you. We're and, definitely closer in age to your mom than, than you. Than, you we, than we are to you. And I'm only saying this to just say to you, we have lived double your life. Yeah. So anything we're doing now has come from experiencing two of your lives. Mm -hmm. So sometimes stuff just takes a long time to figure out. Yeah. And I'm thinking of you and your friends and not having jobs and that can all, and that feeling of like, what now? What do I do with my life? Yeah. 
And I can, I, my only thought and advice on this is like, sometimes you never know. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot, we had, when we had Ellen Fondler on, I think if you haven't listened to that episode, it's a really great one. Ellen is in her sixties and she talks about all the different careers she's had from being in law school and then being a lawyer to being a nonprofit director to starting a bakery. I mean, like, and now she's a career coach. Yeah. Um, my dad retired from working in finance and now is back in graduate school. And he wanted to be a writer when he graduated college. So like it, life is, we've said this already, but hopefully life is long and you don't, ha- it's not something to be solved. It's yeah. kind of something to be experienced. Oh, I love that. Oh, I am just full of it today. You are a font of wisdom today. My only other thought, and then I'm going to hand it over to Dory, is, and I say this with love, save your money. Don't spend it on skincare. Not to be too motherly here. I mean, I, I appreciate that we have influenced you. Save that money. Buy a sunscreen and a moisturizer and a face wash. Call it a day. Hmm. That's all. I agree with that, but I also think that um, your generation in particular, like, there's all there's all that rhetoric about like, you know, young people buy too much avocado toast and too many lattes, and that's mm. why they can't buy houses. And it's like, well, actually, there are these like bigger structural societal yes forces working against them. That's fair, Dory. Like student loans and yeah. the high price of housing and stuff like that. So I'm more of the like, if it makes you happy, great. Like buy the thing. Um, and I think you'll know. You know, if you're if you're going overboard, I would say, like, don't go into debt, but also like the lattes are not going to. You know, the lattes are not going to be the thing that that make or break you and probably same with like the serums, unless you're buying like 20 serums that each cost like five hundred dollars. Whoa. And if that is your life, I don't know. take us with you. Exactly. Um, no, I mean, I think what everything that Kate said is very wise and I agree with, and like, I, we said this, I said this on a previous episode, but like, I always feel like any of my advice for people in their twenties, especially regarding like careers or relationships or anything like that. It's, it's all of it is so like your mileage may vary, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, here's what worked for me. Take what you want from that. Don't try to imitate what I did because it's not going to be the same. But if it helps you in some way, or if even just knowing that like I, I did, I didn't know like what the hell I was going to be doing at 22. Like if that's helpful, then that's great too. I'm just thinking like in my twenties, I worked in retail. I was an intern at a documentary film company. I then was a production assistant at a finance company. I was a temp. I was a receptionist. I was a production assistant at a marketing company. I was a production coordinator. I, I mean, the list goes on and on. Yeah. Then I was a writer, a freelance writer. Then I got a job actually writing. Like it's, it's, sometimes it's a real journey. Yeah. So, and all those experiences have built me into the who I am right now. Right. So even if it feels like you're not doing exactly what you want, quote unquote, want to be doing or think you should be doing, it's going to take you there in some way. I think one thing that really became clear to me in my in my early 20s was that things just weren't fair. Like there were people who could afford to take unpaid internships and, you know, 
take really low paying jobs and were getting a lot of help from their parents and like there those people are always going to exist and I realized that if I spent my time and energy focusing on those people it was just going to be counterproductive. I just had to focus on myself and try to make do with what I had. Um, I don't know what your situation is. I don't know what anyone's situation is, but I think if you find yourself, especially in like a creative industry um, and you're not able to like take those jobs, just keep going. Like it will, I think you will figure out a path for you, for you that will work. I do believe that. Amen, Dory. So anyway, let's take another break. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. So we have a couple more voicemails. Yeah. Let's hear them. The first one's in response to uh, a previous listener message. Hi, Kate and Dory. Uh, I just listened to the mini episode where the young woman was wondering what to do with her life and was working a job that she didn't like. And I would like to offer two pieces of advice. First is volunteer. Uh, lots of volunteer organizations, really, it only takes a few hours a week or a month, and you can gain a lot of valuable skills. Uh, it looks really good on law school applications and on future job applications. 
Um, and ads can add a little passion uh, to your life if your job is not something that you're particularly passionate about. Um, and good connections, too. You can meet a lot of people that way. And also, um, my husband is a lawyer, and he had kind of a similar path. Uh, after college, he got a job that was not what he studied in college, and he hated that job, and he didn't know what to do with his life. And he thought about going to law school, and he kept the job and just worked and studied for the LSATs and got into a good law school and now has a very fulfilling career that he loves. So even sticking with the job for a little while can bring you to great places, just like Kate and Dory said. So good luck. You're on the right path. And thanks for the podcast. Bye. We also heard from a lawyer who wrote in and basically said, like, really think, like, work, figure out what you kind of law you might want to do. Work in law, you know, as a work in a law firm in a way that doesn't require you to be a lawyer, like really know before you go to law school, because law school is expensive. And a lot of people go into it kind of because they don't know what else to do. Um, so take some time if that's the decision you are making, said a lawyer who wrote to us. Yeah, I mean, my sister is Karen, who is on this show, is Karen a lawyer. Karen Vladek Esquire. Karen Vladek Esquire. She loves her job. She loves being a lawyer. She went into she went to law school straight from college. Wow. She just knew. She huh? knew she knew from like high school that she wanted to be a lawyer. Um and she also she got a full scholarship to law school. She went to a law school, you know, I feel like when you go to law school, people get very hung up on law school rankings. Um, and I get it because like loss, like lawyers are obsessed with <laughs> rankings and the people who go to higher ranked schools generally get the higher paying jobs. Hmm. Um, but she, she went in, she went to a school that was not as highly ranked as a couple of the others that she had gotten into because she got a full scholarship. That's amazing. And that I think like completely changed or at least helped the trajectory of her career because she didn't have to worry about loans. So if that is something that is like in the, like the world of possibilities for you, I would really consider it going to maybe a slightly lower ranked school that will give you a lot of financial aid, like really worked out for her. Yeah. Because student debt, Student debt is really is crippling and law school especially, I think, can be crippling. And then I think that's also how people end up in legal jobs that they hate because they have to take these high paying, very high stress jobs Mm. in order to pay off the loans that they have. Interesting. So yeah. I'm not gonna like volunteer my sister for career advice because I wouldn't do that. But she she really loves being a lawyer and, and it's it's like nice to talk to her about it because I feel like Law is one of those professions that gets kind of a bad rap Mm -hmm. um, because I think a lot of people go into it because they don't know what else to do and don't really like being lawyers. But there are lawyers who love their jobs. My cousin is a lawyer and she loves it. Yeah. Yeah. So. There you go. There you go. (laughs) Dory and I are not going to become lawyers. No. I thought about it when I didn't know what else I wanted to do with my life. I took the LSAT. Oh, you did? Mm -hmm. Another thing I didn't know about you. Mm. You studied and took the LSAT. I did. And then my senior year of college. Wow. And then what made you decide, like, not for me? Do I? I Wait, what? I don't don't really want to be a lawyer. (laughs) 
<laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> My husband was pre-med for two years. I mean. He's a writer. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, we have one last voicemail. One final response. Hi, my name is Monica, and I'm calling in from Tallahassee, Florida, and I just wanted to share some good news. I was out to dinner last night with my husband and just having kind of funky emotions and thinking about all the happy times we've had together and um, getting weirdly nostalgic and tearing up. But anyway, before this older couple left the restaurant, the woman came up to our table and I was trying to figure out, like, do I know this woman? Why is this stranger approaching me? And she just said, I just wanted to tell you that y your skin looks great. You look glowing. You have such beautiful skin. Keep up whatever skincare routine you're, you're doing. And I was so taken aback and thanked her profusely. And I was like, thank you so much for telling me that. And it was just such a wonderful reminder to say nice things to people because it feels so good to receive a compliment even from an absolute stranger, even probably even more feels better to receive a compliment from a stranger. Um, and so it was a wonderful reminder to me um, to say nice things to people when I am, am feeling those things. If I like somebody's shoes or nail color or whatever, if they just look happy. Um, and it was also very fun because my husband often teases me about my lengthy, what he considers to be a lengthy routine. Um, in the evenings getting ready for bed. So just wanted to share my personal good news and hopefully it serves as a reminder for others um, of how good it can feel um, for somebody else for you to give them a compliment and hopefully we can spread some more joy that way. Have a great day. Well, you showed him. <laughs> that routine is worth it. Yeah. Take uh, that. <laughs> That's so sweet. Also, maybe you were glowing from the nostalgic, funky dinner you were having, emotionally reliving your love yeah. together. That sounded really beautiful. Oh, I loved everything about this voicemail. Yeah. So maybe that was your glow. Yeah. Either way, I do think it is nice when strangers compliment us in a non-aggressive way. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do. And Yeah. I, I'm always like reminded of that when I give a stranger a compliment and they seem genuinely like delighted by it. Yeah. And I also think this is a lovely reminder to share compliments with people that you already know. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Kate, I've been meaning to tell you, mm -hmm. I love those shorts you're wearing. Thank you so much, Dory. They are from Target. They are really cute. I really like them too. And I just want to say your text messages keep me laughing. <laughs> Thank you, Kate. And your skin is glowing, but that I do tell you that lot. every day. I appreciate that. Well, we did it. But, you know, even, and I would say compliments not about appearance, too, or mm. nice. You know, like, your friendship means a lot to me. Your friendship means a lot to me. Oh, we did it again. <gasps> listeners. Look, look at us. Listeners, number one, you look amazing. Number two, you are amazing inside and out. Yeah. And on that note, we're going to gently say goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. 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 Oh, 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 oh,